The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. You're listening to Pure Opelka. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello, Stunt Brainiacs. It's Monday. Yes, another Monday. I know, I know, I know, I know. You made it through the weekend. How was your Mother's Day? I hope it was fantastic. I hope if you were with mom, I hope it was great. If you were away from mom, you better have called. You better not have brought Gas Station Flowers. That's the name of a new band, I think, Gas Station Flowers. Just saying. And uh, we, we not, when is the next big holiday? Oh, Memorial Day weekend, just around the corner, right? And then Father's Day. And then 4th of July. And uh, yeah, Flag Day in there too. I know, I know. Someone's going Flag Day. Don't forget Flag Day. Flag Day. Of course. The president is, uh, has a very busy week this week. He's going to meet with a lot of world leaders today. He is honoring fallen police officers as, as May 15th is, is always National Police Officers Memorial Day. There were 143 officers in 2016, who gave up their lives in the line of duty. And uh, that's too many. One is too many. We, we will go uh, and try and grab some thoughts from the president. He's speaking right now. He just started as we were getting ready to hit the airwaves, so he couldn't just tap into it. Vice President Pence is there. It's a big crowd out on the, on, on the lawn outside the Capitol. So... Terrific for the president. I have some thoughts about the virus, the wanna cry malware that is still engaged and still striking everywhere. And I'm just going to tell you two things. Back up your damn data, number one. Just back up your data. You can do it to the cloud, that's cheap. And if you're still connected to the internet, it's not that difficult. And number two, if you're using a Windows machine, and I know some of us have machines from our work and some of us have machines at home, and sometimes that means different platforms. We have some Windows machines at home, and most of the machines from work from the Blaze are Apple. So we have different machines. The, the Apple, which does get 
targeted, but not nearly as much as Windows. The Apple machines are less likely, but we still upgrade and we still update and we still back up on a regular basis. If you got the notice in April from from uh, Microsoft that said, hey, there's a problem and we made the patch for it. If you didn't download the patch and you got the message, uh, your computer's been taken over, whose fault is it? Yes, it's the NSA's fault for making the software. We'll get into that because I want to ask Dr. Wendy uh, the question of legality. This morning, this, this uh, WannaCry ma- malware hit over 44,000 computers in China and shut them down. Reportedly, 400 universities in China got hit. And there's no way to know just how many people that affected. But it's, it's still out there, despite the story. Glenn told the story of the guy who triggered the shutdown of the malware. But the reality is, once his, his fix was noticed, bad guys can get a hold of the stuff and just basically rewrite the code so it doesn't go away. It absolutely does not go away. It doesn't change the reality that this this awful stuff is out there. But you you need to you need to update your system in order to make it stop here. And I think part of the reason why we don't have a whole lot here is probably because many people do update. We may be just a little more aggressive. So we are um, we're monitoring that story. I think this is a, a much bigger story than anyone thought. The fact that that uh, our NSA created software so they could use it to spy on other people, and then it got stolen <laughs> and turned around on us. Yeah, there's the irony is palpable, is it not? There was some really interesting stuff inside the Microsoft statements about it, too. Microsoft releasing releasing some statements saying that this this software from the NSA stolen and then turned back on us was kind of the equivalent of somebody getting their hands on a cruise missile. I don't think that's a an over exaggeration. I don't even think it's a tiny exaggeration. It's spot on. That's that's truth. But what about you know what? I, I wonder if we should call it. it. There are screenshots of people who've had their computers taken over. And I think they show the, um, the, actual, the actual phone number where you call if you want to unfreeze your computer. And according to some reports on CNN this morning, um, the computer hotline that you call to pay the 300 or 600 bucks to the customer service was reportedly really good. And they, they say because the, these, these hackers want to keep getting the money. The money is rolling in. The money comes pouring in when you shut down someone's computer. Because honestly, how much is your computer's access to all your files worth to you? Is it $300? It's probably the right amount in terms of how much time you would be hassled. 
And uh, if you if you say, well, you know, if I if I just pay, if I just pay the three or six hundred bucks, I'm not going to spend forty five minutes on the phone. I'm not going to have to go somewhere and get a new computer. I'm not going to need a new hard drive, all that stuff. So maybe it is worth it for people. And these guys are obviously pretty smart. They've thought about it. If you have been hit by this, if you are someone whose computer got hit by it, I'd love to hear from you. 888 That is the phone number. You can let me know if it's, um, if it's been a problem for you. And did you, did you actually pay the money? I don't know if anybody here would have done that. But there, there is a, um, I'm trying to find the link because I know there was a, a phone number somewhere. Most of it just has a link to a Bitcoin payment site. Bitcoin didn't really get helped or hurt by this. Bitcoin, when this first broke over the weekend, was about $1,729. And then it jumped up to 1761 It was in the 1750s today. Minor fluctuations for a $1,700 kind of stock equivalent. But if you, if you get the announcement from the, from the WannaCry um, virus people, from the malware, and I was saying it wrong on Saturday. That's why I'm over-accentuating over it. If you get it and, uh, and you get a phone number, I'd love to hear. But right now it looks like it may just be online. I thought they had a contact us number where you could actually call. Because wouldn't it be interesting, interesting to hear what they say? I think that would be fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Because I'm sure now, do you give them? Do you, if you don't have Bitcoin and you want to pay off this, this software malware that has infected your machine, if you want to pay the $300 ransom, um, do you give them your credit card? Because isn't that opening up an even larger hole for you to fall into and disappear? I'm just saying. This is a, this is a crazy story. I think this is a much bigger story than, than we're actually giving it credit for. Much bigger. And you watch. You're going to see more and more and more on this. But again, I want to know. Since we created it, and Vladimir Putin is, is pushing this on us right now. Vladimir Putin is blaming all of this on America. Since we created it, are we going to be liable? In, in the international courts, let's say, let's say somebody had a billion dollars worth of business that it cost them. Will they be coming to us? And asking us to uh, make up the difference? Maybe. This leads me to today's vital question of the day. Do you update your computers as advised? And obviously this was done because of the WannaCry virus. WannaCry ransomware. And if you want to understand it, you know, you may or may not need to understand it. But you have to think of your computer as, let's say, a piece of land. And this is a fence around the land protecting you from animals or bad actors coming in. 
there's a hole in the fence. Microsoft figured out there was a hole in the fence, and they sent everybody a notice saying, hey, fix your fence. Here are the boards. Here are the nails. Just put it up. We'll even, we'll even help you. And if you didn't do it, now you're susceptible. So that vital question, do you update your computers as advised? Currently, only 44% of you say yes, of course. 15% say no. 27% say sometimes, which probably means no, but you're just a little embarrassed. And 14% of you are Mac users. And that's pretty much, I think, pretty much uh, in, in line with the breakdown of this audience in terms of who uses uh, PC, Windows PC type stuff, and who uses Macs. So interesting little survey. Join, join the conversation. Take, take the poll if you want. Also coming up today, last week, again, this audience, smartest audience on the planet, we talked about health care. Is it a right or is it a privilege? All of you decided it's a privilege. It's not a right. Well, now there's a gigantic stink around Miss USA. Who was asked that same question? And when she answered it honestly and I believe correctly, oh, it's going to cost her. So we'll get into that. Uh, there's some really dumb criminals out there. I've assembled some dumb criminal news. Saturday, I didn't get to the airline update. There's a new airline update. And in addition to the update we didn't have Saturday, United is back in hot water. Oh, United. What did you do? What did you do? We'll cover that. And, uh, of course, anything that's on your mind today on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. This is killing me. I, I'm just talking about the computers and all the virus. And guess what happens? My computer, which, yeah, I was doing the superiority dance earlier, has, uh, has decided to give me the, the multicolored pinwheel of death. Oh, you're killing me, computer. I was going to play for you. A very special clip, but I'm going to hold it. Thank God I still have old-fashioned here. Yeah, that's paper. I have the original internet, the original information superhighway, otherwise known as the newspaper. And I pulled some stories from over the weekend that I wanted to share with you. I'm going to have to reboot my entire machine to get back to what I wanted to share with you. 
But as I said, thank God, I actually do hang on to uh, bits and pieces of things. This story, this story surprised me because uh, because I think if if I if I reported this, or if somebody came on and said they were they were going to do this, that there's, there's the computer automatically starting, and no, I didn't get taken over by the by the wanna cry ransomware. A year after, then Bruce Jenner announced the transition that Bruce Jenner was going to go through to become Caitlyn Jenner. A year later, something pretty incredible has happened to the name Caitlyn. Caitlyn, which was once a very popular name. I have a niece named Caitlyn. And uh, yeah, we have discussed how does it feel to have a name that's now suddenly very popular or at least very well known because of the Jenner formerly known as Bruce becoming Caitlyn. She's not happy. But there are, there are consequences to Jenner's action. A year after making the big change, Caitlyn, the name, has literally fallen off a cliff on baby names in 2016. They keep track of, you know, the the hottest baby names. And you can regularly go back and see when somebody like, um, when somebody like, let's say, Hillary Clinton makes it into the spotlight. So when she became Secretary of State, maybe you saw a bunch of Hillary's in newborns. When you see a, a, uh, a, like a Madonna, you saw a bunch of Madonnas. When you see uh, somebody like Faith Hill in the country world popping years ago, you saw a bunch of young girls named Faith. Well, now the name Caitlin has fallen way down the list. The, they do say at babynamewanted.com, Caitlin was already on a slight decline, but it has spiraled down into controversial territory. The number one name for baby girls in 2016 was Emma. I wonder if that's from Emma Stone. And then followed by Olivia, Ava, Sophia, and Isabella. So those are the top five baby girl names. Noah, number one top baby boy name, fourth year in a row. Four years in a row. And I, I don't know anybody who had a kid in the last three or four years that named it Noah. And I know lots of folks who had children, but it is in, in the boys' names. Coming in at number five is the name James. Up to number four is Mason. Coming in at number three is William. Number two is Liam. And as we've said, the number one song, the number one boy's name for the fifth year in a row, Noah. Uh, the word, Don, the name Donald. Donald dropped 45 points last year to number 488. So if your name is uh, Donald, if your your child's name is Donald, it was only the 488th most popular name. And I, I bet you're going, well, yeah, how did Hillary do? Those people on the left, even in baby names, Trump beat Hillary handily. Donald was at 488. Hillary 
fell out of the top 1,000. Top 1,000. Not even in the top 1,000 names. Hillary dropped out of the top 1,000 in 2009 and hasn't returned. I wonder where Barack is on the baby name list. I wonder. So, um, Caitlyn Jenner, the people at Baby Name Wizard basically giving you credit for not totally killing the name Caitlyn as a popular name, but Caitlyn has now fallen way down. But I still find this, uh, this other side more interesting. Donald drops 45 points to number 488, and Hillary slides out of the top 1,000 in 2009. What, gee, what happened in 2009? Hmm. Oh, yeah, that was the year after Obama beat her in the election. She kind of fell off the charts. When we get back, my computer's back. We'll get into the clip I wanted to play and so much more. I'm Pierre Opelka. Come on. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. You know, we are watching the the three-judge panel on the Ninth Circuit Court hear the arguments for the reinstatement of Donald Trump's travel ban, but we don't expect any change out of the court in Seattle. We really don't. Uh, it's a liberal court. And this is probably just an exercise. So um, it's it's a uh, it's a basic situation that this is the next step to get somewhere. The very next step um, to the Supreme Court, ultimately. So we'll see. We're just keeping it on. I, I don't ex- expect anything big to come out of it. Nothing big. And by the way, the story I was telling you about. Caitlin dropping on the name chart and also Hillary falling off the name chart years ago in 2009. It's not even on the top 1,000. Donald is like number 488 or something. Uh, You know, at least you're allowed to pretty much pick whatever name you want. I think the only time America has ever interfered with someone naming their kid was when there, there was a couple in New Jersey who who tried to put the words Adolf Hitler into their child's name. And that got, that got shut down. But in France, you know, France, we all look at France. The left looks at France and says, oh, France is so great, right? The French, they're such free thinkers. You know, we should be more like France. Um, French authorities over the weekend stepped in and told a couple that their their baby's name was not not going to be allowed. They chose the baby's name, but it includes a letter in the word 
that they don't think is French enough. And yeah, I'm using air, air quotes. This is a couple in Brittany, which is Western France. And they chose their baby's name. But when they tried to register it, the name, which is a, a local dialect, a dialect, the Breton dialect, um, they chose the name F-A-N-C-H with a tilde over the N. And it translates into Francois, which is very French, right? Francois, you couldn't get much more French than that. But the local authority of civil registration called and said, uh, we cannot register the name as you have written it here. Uh, you'll have to find another name. The baby's daddy, Jean-Christophe Bernard, has been interviewed all over the radio because he, he's offended. We chose this name nine months ago and now they are unhappy? We are unhappy and angry that we have been told we cannot use it. The name is just a tad unusual. It's not unheard of. There is a, an author from the region uh, who spells uh, his name the first the same way, F-A-N-C-H with the tilde. Uh, there, there are a couple people with the history. Now, the, the letter N with the tilde is more commonly associated, obviously, with Spanish language. It exists in the traditional language of this part of France, in Brittany. The couple in question, though, say um, it's, it's not on the government's official list of acceptable letters. Right, we know. So how would you feel about America coming in and saying, okay, um, we don't want any names that we consider to be uh, not American enough? Not American, because that's what this is. They're trying to use the local dialect for Francois, and they've been told, no, you cannot. So just just a sidebar to the people naming story that we were talking about. Now, Miss USA, for the second year in a row, Miss USA has been named, uh, and the second year in a row from the District of Columbia. The District of Columbia, your brand new Miss USA is Kara McCullough, 25-year-old chemist who works for the government. Now, she, she's going to get all kinds of heat this morning, not because she is the second person from D.C., not because she is the, the, a person who works for the government. Kara McCullough is likely going to get shunned by many on the left, because when she was asked uh, one of the final questions at the pageant, she answered and, and didn't give the answer the left is going to like at all. And I'll, I wonder if they're going to ask her to step down. I wonder if Chuck Schumer will go up and ask Miss, Miss DC, who is now Miss USA, to step down because her answer is inappropriate. And will then either Miss New Jersey or Miss Minnesota, the top, the other two in the top three, will they be elevated to that position, that coveted position of Miss USA? Well, here was the final question. And uh, this, this may or may not have determined the answer of the, uh, the position of the winner. 
But I certainly wonder right now if she will be welcomed in the White House. I'm guessing after giving this answer, you're going to see uh, Kara McCullough get an invitation to the White House. Do you think affordable health care for all U.S. citizens is a right or a privilege and why? I'm definitely going to say it's a privilege. As a government employee, I am granted um, health care. And I see firsthand that for one, to have health care, you need to have jobs. So therefore, we need to continue to cultivate this environment that we're given the opportunity to have health care as well as jobs to all the American citizens worldwide. Part of me wonders if she misspoke. Because I think you could, you could kind of say that maybe she was saying it's, it's a right not a privilege. I wonder. Listen to that question again. Am I am I missing the point there? Did she actually get it right? Do you think affordable health care for all U.S. citizens is a right or a privilege and why? I'm definitely going to say it's a privilege. As a government employee, I am granted um, health care. And I see firsthand that for one, to have health care, you need to have jobs. So therefore, we need to continue to cultivate this environment that we're given the opportunity to have health care as well as jobs to all the American citizens worldwide. Some of that is pageant answer doublespeak, isn't it? She talked about all the American citizens worldwide. There's a lot of that in pageant answers. Am I wrong? You know she's going to get blowback just because she said it's a privilege. And she said she's granted health care because, because she has a job. And it's through her government job. I don't know. I think that uh, there may be some squishy turf there. Maybe just a little bit of squishiness. No? Am I wrong? Uh, tell me I'm wrong. You can either tell me at StuntBrain on the Twitter, or you can get a hold of me at 888-900-3393. I'm just, I'm still, I'm still not sure. But let's, let's watch and see, is there going to be blowback on this one? Is there absolutely going to be blowback on this one? Hmm. Uh, I have TV news around the corner. I know Glenn Beck was talking about, um, the uh, Tim Allen show that got canceled, despite the fact it's one of the top-rated comedies on ABC. There's uh, another news about a, a, a comedy series that was canceled after dismal sales. And um, there's more free speech news today that we have to get into. Plus, uh, as I mentioned, we're going to talk to Dr. Wendy uh, later today about the, the legality of, or if, will there be legal action against the United States because we created the global hack software that was subsequently released and unleashed on the world? We'll deal with that and more next on Pure Opelka. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Pelka with Michael Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network. 
told you it was going to be a busy week for the president in addition to vetting potential replacements for Jim Comey to lead the FBI. And we'll get into that because I think Lindsey Graham actually said something worth repeating today. The president's going to have uh, some pretty high profile meetings and and I think he's going to attend some some very important events like he did just under an hour ago as he appeared just on the lawn outside the Capitol for the National Police Officers Memorial Day event. 143 officers killed in the line of duty last year. 143. Too many. Too many. That, that thin blue line that protects us from madness deserves all of our attention and all of our respect. And the president talked about making sure law enforcement gets honor and respect in terms of how they are treated. I will make it the personal priority of my administration to ensure that our police are finally treated fairly with honor and respect that they deserve. Of course. We agree. We're, no one can argue with that. Nobody. He addressed some of the issues of the loss of life among those who serve in the ranks of law enforcement. Every drop of blood spilled from our heroes in blue is a wound inflicted upon the whole country. And every heartache known by your families in law enforcement is a sorrow shared by the entire family of the American nation. No one asked these selfless men and women to enlist in this righteous cause or to enroll as foot soldiers in the eternal struggle against crime and violence. They joined the cause because their hearts were big and full of amazing courage. They joined because they cared so deeply for the innocent and helpless and forgotten. President Trump speaking outside the Capitol today in a service honoring those who gave their lives protecting the rest of us every May 15th, every single May 15th. That's, uh, that's what that ceremony is. Uh, the president talked about the attacks, and lately I get, I get really distressed when I hear the attacks on police officers, especially those who are caught in ambushes. And I believe there was another one this past weekend. And more disturbing than anything, these attacks are to me. The attacks on our police are a stain on the very fabric of our society, and you are entitled to leadership at the highest level that will draw a bright line in the sand, not a red line in the sand that isn't gone over, but a bright line in the sand. And we will protect you, that I can tell you, and we will say enough is enough. I think you're going to see with the Department of Justice under Jeff Sessions, being just a, a tad more pro-police than it was in the last eight years. And I, I think that's, uh, that's really kind of an important thing to maybe reducing the number of attacks on men and women of law enforcement and maybe toning down some of the rhetoric. 
We must also end the reckless words of incitement that give rise to danger and give rise to violence. It is time to work with our cops, not against them, but to support them in making our streets safe, not to obstruct them, which we're doing. We obstruct them. It is time for all Americans from all parties and beliefs to join together in a simple goal to ensure that every child in America has the right to grow up in safety, security, and peace. True social justice means a future where every child in every neighborhood can play outside without fear, can walk home safely from school, and can live out the beautiful dreams that fill their heart. Like you, Micah. I don't know who he was pointing to, but uh, the president turning that that phrase and pointing to social justice when he talks about the right of every child to be able to grow up feeling safe, to be able to walk home from school without worried about being attacked. Uh, fascinating little twist there. Whoever the speechwriter was, really interesting little bit of uh, taking the phrase and taking the power away from the left. True social justice is not in the redistribution of wealth, but in securing the safety of every American and making sure law enforcement has the ability to do its job. You know, part of this is the the problem we witnessed out at Berkeley, where the cops are more worried about getting sued than they are about being able to do their jobs. We'll get into that. We'll get into the latest on uh, Comey. Uh, I've got, we have Dr. Wendy later in the show. It's a full show, so you have to come back. Pure Opelka. Opelka with Michael Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network.